Welcome, everyone, to Daily Kofepi. Today is Wednesday, July 24th. I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I am joined, as always, by the bad man, Majama, Carrie Smith. Yo, Carrie. How you doing? Good morning, Carter. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I am... I'm not sure that you'll be on Twitter by the time this episode airs. Let's <laughs> That was a bold move, Carrie. Bold move. I'm tempting fate. I just, this subject we're going to talk about today, just, this pisses me off. And so. It should, I think. Um, Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share the content. Um, We're trying to get up to demonetization level, which is uh, a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So you can help by subscribing, sharing, all that stuff. Please don't forget to do that. It's super important. Um, well, I guess we should dive right into it, Carrie. Do you want to mention why yes. you might be banned from Twitter? I may be banned because I'm doing, I'm, I'm directly, I guess, uh, uh, opposing what their new policy by saying that this man that we're going to talk about today, Jonathan Yanov, is a man. And here's the reason why I said it. This guy has been we've talked about him before he's the reason why he's the trans woman uh who's the reason why megan murphy was permanently banned from twitter uh he's now the reason why lindsey shepherd was permanently banned from twitter um megan murphy was was banned for quote dead naming him and calling him jonathan instead of jessica even though at the time he still went by jonathan and on his twitter it still said jonathan but she got in trouble for using the same name that he had on his profile. Um, so he, uh, he's the man who we can, I, I'm sure you have some of this stuff pulled up, but he's the guy who has all these open lawsuits in, in Canada, about 16 of them, I think where he's gone and tried to force what he's, he's basically a grifter. He's tried to force women, most of them, uh, a lot of them immigrant and minority women, um, and women with religious beliefs that prevent them from touching a man other than their husband. He's tried to force them to wax his male genitalia and is now suing them for discrimination, the ones who wouldn't. He basically just went to a, and he's, it's not about finding someone who would do it. He's found people who will, who will do it. It's about trying to milk money out of these working class women who don't want to touch his junk. I don't um, think it's about money. I think it's about making a statement, but yes. He specifically went on Facebook, looked for women who talked about doing this uh, waxing and reached out to them and then harassed them when they said no. Uh, one, harassed her place of, uh, restaurant at her place of work because she had a job at a salon in addition to in her home. Um, that lawsuit ended up getting dropped. But uh, yeah, I think it's 16. I think 16, somewhere around 16 women that he is going after. And these are anestheticians who specialize in waxing female genitalia, which from my understanding, never thought I'd have to know this, but apparently different kind of wax, different process, different training, different setup, uh, not to mention different genitalia, if you're waxing (laughs) male genitalia. Um, Anyway, these women worked out of their home, had kids, some of them have kids, and he went after them. So uh, let's put a picture of this person because this is, I think this is the kind of what the Twitter account looked like back when 
Megan Murphy got banned. It says yeah. Jonathan Jessica Yaniv, right? And um, she called him Jonathan, and she said men are not women, though. And right. She got permanently banned. She got permanently banned from that. Yeah. Um, and so obviously, this uh, biological male identifies as female. Now looks like looks like that, which. I guess you can judge whether that's an improvement over the Google glasses, but uh, yeah. So didn't do anything about his smugness right now goes, now goes by Jessica and, and is doing this. And so um, of course it makes you upset. The other thing that she, he is doing is, and this, this one is particularly before you before you go into this really disturbing thing, I know what you're about to talk about. Okay. So gross. Before you go into that, I also want to make clear why Lindsay Shepard was banned. So Megan Murphy mm. was banned for calling him Jonathan and saying men are not women um, in a, in, in a back and forth with him that had lasted several days. I think um, Lindsay Shepard was banned because he incorrectly thought some other Twitter account was a sock puppet of hers, which was false but he started copying her actual Twitter handle on it while he was re- replying to this other account and started insulting her. And, you know, she just had a baby. Uh, so he said, and I quote, and a lot of the, the news publications which have talked about this have not said exactly what he said to her because it would make him look bad. But he said that she had a loose vagina because she just had a, a baby and that he had a tight pussy, his words, which sounds exactly like something a woman would say, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he, uh, he, she has a medical condition where there's a, a, I think it's, it's like a wall in her uterus. I forget the term for it. It's like a deviated, there's some kind of deviated, yeah, uterus. I'm not sure what it is, but. Right. And so he's, he's watched her interviews enough to know about this. And so he insulted her and said something about uh, Trump is building a wall in your uterus, which doesn't even make any sense, but it's just him trying to say, I know about your medical condition and try and insult her. And so she, um, she fought back with him, which some people have given her flack for, but I totally understand why she did it. He's being a bully, but she said something to him about, um, I may get the exact wording wrong, but um, she basically said he's not, he's not a woman. She's like, I may, I may have a loose vagina, but at least I have a vagina. <laughs> like at least I am a, you fat, ugly man. Yeah. Or, I think she know, said, at least I have a uterus. At least I have a uterus. Yeah. You may. Yeah. And she called him a man permanently banned. So right. none of the misogynistic stuff he said to her, none of the insults about her female genitalia, nothing matters. He's still on Twitter with 140,000 followers. Um, and these two women who have not harassed anyone who I don't, I don't think you could look at their tweets and make any kind of serious argument for, for them being dangerous or hateful at all have been permanently banned because, because of this twisted ideology that would rather protect an abusive, perverted biological male just because he utters the magic phrase, but I think I'm a woman. Yeah. And I mean, I want to be clear, uh, I'm not opposed to calling trans people by their preferred gender pronoun. In Jessica's case, I don't think Jessica is a, Jessica's not acting in good faith. 
Jessica's not trying to be a trans woman and go about her business as a trans woman. She's intentionally starting a war and trying to goad people, like you said, bullying people. And there's a, basically, Jessica's allowed to insult people. And if you insult Jessica by saying, you're a man, that gets you banned. So but why are you using, so I, just to be sorry, clear, I'm, 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 I, have I don't no know problem. what. I have no problem using preferred pronouns either. If, if you're asking in good faith, depending on the person in the context, Blair right. White is, is a woman as far as I'm concerned, a biological right. man. Yes, but I'm going to call her her and she obviously, and, and, but she has earned that respect. This guy, why are you calling him Jessica and saying her? I, I, he doesn't deserve even the smallest bit of respect for me to participate in his delusion. I, I will admit I don't want to get banned from Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> That's the only reason. Uh, well, like, I don't want to get banned. We can't both get banned. Um, like, You're like, I hardly knew you, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of us needs to stay not banned. Yes. Um, I should say he. I should say he. I, I, I admit, you're right. I'm being a pussy about it. But, um, yeah, I just... I, I, the other thing is he's obsessed with like this. I don't, have you seen some of the weirdness? He, so yes, he goes part. after, before we talk about the pool party, even he goes after underage women. He like goes girls. onto forums and goes after underage girls, like 10 year olds. Yes. 10 year old girls. Yeah. And asks really weird questions. Like beyond sick, weird, sick, like sick questions. He, so he's clearly... Um, he's a pervert. Yeah. So let, let me just... Here's just a couple examples. So this is him saying... He's talking about like, hey, I'm going to go into a girl's bathroom and change. And he's talking about tampons. I notice a girl that's nude below and has a tampon string coming out when I'm changing and doing my stuff. Is it weird to approach her and ask for a tampon? First of all, he doesn't need a tampon. He has no uterus. So... Tampons are only for people who have uteruses, but that's a separate issue. Is it weird to approach her and ask for a tampon or a pad just to bond with her over a period stuff, which doesn't make any sense? I really want to make friends in there. So he's going after, I mean, this goes on like, you know, maybe it's weird to ask a 10 to 12 year old girl for a pad or a tampon. Like, yeah, yes, it is. It is weird. It's not just weird. It's sick. Um, he asked whether girls ever change outside the stalls in the bathroom. He's like asking all these questions that if he didn't say I identify as a woman, everyone would look at this and say, this guy's a creepy pedophile. Yeah. Right. Here's another, I'm going to share. Um, it's a smaller. Can you see that? Uh, yes. So it's just one small panel with a bunch of these things. Look, you've got, he's got his male picture when he was still Jonathan in, in, here on on most of these uh look he's talking about how one of these bathroom experiences you're talking about went really well i expected more though i only saw one girl in her panties right oh by the way carrie we should mention this he identifies as um female yes or he identifies as a woman i won't say female he can identify as female it's a biological thing he identifies as a woman, but he says he's a lesbian. So there is a guy with male genitalia who 
admits he's attracted to women creeping on these girls in these locker rooms. That's what's happening right now. And it's, it is girls like to go back. I don't know if you can still see my screen being shared. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Look at all of these countless times on Twitter. He's talking to some young girl and asks, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? Uh, is it weird to ask a 10 or 12 year old girl for a pad or a tampon? Look at this one, Carrie. Like, if obsessed. there's like 30 girls in the change room, how many of them would you say are out there changing freely with their vaginas and tits out? That's. Yeah. He Look is a predator. I was really expecting to walk in and see girls with their boobs out. This is the guy that you don't want in the bathroom with your little girls. Yes. Okay? This is the stereotype. And he's, he is giving trans people a bad name. And I, if, if I were a trans woman, I would be even louder about this than I'm being now because this is this disgusting perv is out there uh, uh, reinforcing a stereotype about a group that, that, that would make me look bad. Do you know what I mean? I, I think if the anti-trans people wanted a weapon to convince everyone else that trans is a problem, he, there would be no better weapon than Jonathan Yenev. Like he is doing the job of turning people against tolerance here. Yeah. I mean, there's no, he's not helping his case at all. No one looks at this person and says, oh yeah, that's the kind of person I want in the changing room with my daughter. No one. Yeah. You there's know, unlike someone like you mentioned, you know, uh, Blair White who like everyone would be like, yeah, whatever she can go in. Like no one's, she's not a threat. She's not a creepy pedo. Exactly. She identifies as woman, behaves as a woman, tries to be, you know, like, like tries to pass best that she can. Isn't creepy about it. Doesn't try and, you know, doesn't post on forums asking about like, Hey, can I talk about tampons? And I was hoping to see more vaginas and tits. Yeah. Um, there's one other one thing I wanted to show you. Let me see. Um, this is a girl who posted conversations he had with her on Twitter or somewhere when she was 15. And okay. she's basically outing him as being the perv that we all can see that he is. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, her name, by the way, was Jess. And so she says... Let me see if I can share this with you. You know, it's no coincidence maybe that he picked the name Jessica after this. Oh, really? Uh, this is prior to him being Jessica? Yeah. So I don't know if you can see this, but um, she says this disgusting F word even asked to see my pad to see if he put it on correctly. He didn't care if it was dirty or new, got some screenshots. I was 15 at the time. Da, da, da. It scares me that he changed his name to Jessica. And in, oh. yeah, he's asking, he's asking about the same old stuff. He was asking, I've been wearing girl panties for two years. The first time I'm going to be in front of a girl in a room with me and her, they're just plain white panties. I'm wondering what to do. Uh, she doesn't respond. So he keeps asking like, Hey, where are you? Kind of thing. Um, she, he makes a joke here where he basically calls her a whore, this 15 year old girl. Um, then later, He's asking all these same questions again. He's, he's going to be in a room, in a hotel room or something with a girl, and he's asking, can we change in front of each other? Um, she's like, what? Just ask her if you can use the bathroom quickly. And he, he's like, but can't I change in front of her? She's like, if you want. He goes, would that be okay if I did? She says, yeah, but it might make her uncomfortable. Ask her if it's okay if you can change in the room. And 
what do I do about pads and stuff? I haven't told her like the same creepy questions. Uh, and then here, anyway, it's sorry, it's getting a little gross. I'm, I'm not going to keep sharing all this stuff. But no, this no, is, it's it's totally a, gross, Carrie. You're right. Yeah, it's this totally was a 15 year old girl, and I'm sure he had multiple conversations with people like this. I hope more women start to out him for the gross, disgusting things he was sending. And uh, yeah. but yeah, so I'm I'm infuriated. That and I know there's more to talk about the pool party stuff and everything, but I'm just the reason I tweeted what I did. You are a man and you're a pervert, perverted man at that. Like, is because I, what a crazy world we're living in, where Twitter protects an abusive, perverted man with pedophilic tendencies like this guy, and permanently bans two women, two women, yep, <laughs> um, for stating a biological fact essentially. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's also clearly trolling. Like he, to me, it's clearly troll behavior, right? Like what's the most outrageous thing I can say? I, it almost seems like he's testing the limits to see like how far will being a trans woman protect me? How far can I go mm-hmm. with being a trans woman and be protected? Can I, can I talk to 10 to 12 year old girls about their tampons and try and get changed in front of them and talk with like, can I, can I creep up? Can I be pedophilic? Can I, uh, can I get a woman to wax my balls? Can I sue her and force her to wax my balls? Like it's clearly an attempt to see how far he can go to get away with this. So it's, it's, it's the behavior of an abuser. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the behavior of an abuser. Yeah. And so and, this pool party thing, do you have a screen cap of that? Well, I do. So I have, so this, he filed, now I heard that this was approved, although the copy that I have here does not have the approved box checked and doesn't have a signature, but he requested for the township of Langley, which is in, um, I believe in British Columbia, uh, to, to have a pool party. Let's read this. He's asking, this is, uh, he wants permission to use the public pool. Permission for the LBGTQ2S plus organizations to be allowed to host an all bodies swim at TOL civic pools for people aged, you ready for this? Aged 12 plus, where these events will be restricted to LGBTQ2S and individuals will be permitted to be topless at their leisure in compliance with the laws of Canada and where this, this is make your blood boil and where parents and caretakers will be prohibited from attending these events as it's considered safe and inclusive. So he wants to see topless 12 year old girls and yes, prohibit the parents from being there. Yes. Yes. Now I don't know what parent would allow this, but I guess there's some sick people in the world. But this is his request. And to me, there's nothing clearer, really, that this is a sick, a sick man on a quest to see how much he can get away with by calling himself a woman. And It's a spell. It's a magic spell. It is. I, I can post all about like, how, wanting to uh, see naked children right and to and to sexualize them and to talk to talk about 
10-year-old girls in the changing rooms and wanting to see their body parts. And I can get away with it because I say in my head, I believe I'm a woman. That's a, that, it's a magic spell. It is. And, you know, I, I have a lot of problems with Jack Dorsey and disagree with this philosophy completely, but not that Jack will ever see this, but Jack, if this doesn't give you pause about your policy, you are the sick, creep, piece of shit. You are the problem. If this doesn't give you pause, if you don't look at this and say, well, fuck, Mike, there's something wrong with my company's policies. Just like if you derive a moral system where rape and murder are okay, that's a signal that you go back and realize you, you made some error in your derivation of a moral system. Those things are wrong. I don't care what your goals are with your Twitter policy. If this is happening, something's wrong with your thought process and your policy. And if you refuse to recognize it, I think you are just as guilty. You are, you are supporting this abhorrent, predatory, despicable behavior. Underlined. There's nothing else I can say. I just, well, he's not going to watch. But Yeah, but they, they, he should be ashamed of himself. His whole performance going on Joe Rogan with the, his lawyer and not taking responsibility for any of these ridiculous policies. I mean, uh, Rogan even, or Tim Pool, who was on Rogan with it, even brought up the Megan Murphy thing. And I'm trying to remember how he responded, but I think he just brushed it off, right? Like he, like he wasn't aware of it, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think, I think his lawyer said, oh, she had violated and was told to do blah, 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 and continued to violate and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, look, Credit to Megan Murphy. She knew this guy. She saw this guy coming, what, two years ago, a year and a half ago? She saw this guy coming a mile away. And I disagree with Megan Murphy about a lot of things, but she, her radar for this was spot on. And she saw this guy coming, called him out, and took one for the team and got kicked off of Twitter. And, you know, hopefully someday she will be uh, – she will be restored to, to her, her Twitter account will be restored because yeah. Hopefully one day Twitter will cease to exist and won't matter. But, um, but yeah, she's fearless and I, I, I have a problem with authority sometimes like we all do, I guess. Uh, not everyone, not everyone. You're right. You're right. SJWs are authoritarians. They're fine with it. Right. Like they want to be the ones telling you what to do. I have a problem with this. You can't say, you can't make a, a statement of biological fact on our platform. If I say he is a man, I will be banned. Screw you. He is a man. He is a biological Look, even, man. Even if you said, even if, even if you said to a biological female, you're a man, it's just an insult. It's just an insult. It, it doesn't matter. Kicked off of Twitter. Right. It's, no, it's no more insulting than the crap that he was saying about uh, Lindsay Shepard's uterus. So, it, in fact, it's less insulting. So it's, uh, it's, there's clearly an agenda behind it. I do want to say one thing, Carrie. This is why you may disagree with this part. This is why I am, it's one of the reasons why I am opposed to all laws prohibiting any kind of discrimination in private businesses. Uh, discrimination can be wrong and evil. I, I get that, but freedom of association, 
which actually that phrase isn't in the Constitution anywhere. But freedom of association, nevertheless, is a right, and even if it's not codified specifically. And freedom of association means you should be allowed, you are allowed, you have the moral right to not associate with people, even if it's for a bad reason. So even if you want to discriminate against someone because you're a bigot and you want to not serve them, you want to not bake their wedding cake, right? I'm, I'm pro-gay marriage. I'd have baked a wedding cake for a gay couple, but not everyone is. And that's fine. You want to not bake your cake? Fine. You have freedom of association. And people can boycott you or call you names or do whatever. But the minute that you concede that freedom of association is subject to other rules that are more important than it, like, well, we don't want bigots having freedom of association. We got we to gotta outlaw this or that. You've ceded the point philosophically and you've accepted the idea that the state is in charge of deciding when you can and can't discriminate. And that's how this kind of stuff happens. That's how this kind of stuff happens. Now we're in a weird position where, and granted this is happening in Canada, but we're in a position in which he is making a real case, a real case, which he may very well win, that these women must, by force of government, wax his balls. That's where that leads. That's where seeding philosophic principles lead. And this is, you know what? Trans will probably be a controversial subject for a while. And there will be people who don't want to wax trans women, even, even trans women that are not problematic, like, like Blair. There will be people that don't want to wax Blair. That's fine. Someone like Blair White would just find someone else and not make a big stink about it. But if you've decided that there are these protected classes and people lose their freedom of association, this is what happens. So it's like the cake issue. So I actually, you're wrong. I don't disagree with you. I used to, I've changed my opinions recently, um, probably based on conversations with you and just over talking about the cake issue over and over and trying to understand my thoughts on it. Um, No, I don't believe that you should be forced to bake the cake. And I don't believe that one of the women he's suing is a Muslim woman. It's like, I, that's the one that makes the SJW's heads explode because it's right. like, wait a minute, <laughs> do I decide with the trans woman or the Muslim woman? I don't know what, inter, you know, intersectionality, which one matters more? Um, but uh, I don't believe the Muslim woman should be forced to wax this guy's balls. I don't believe that um, uh, people should be, it, it, for, for exactly the reasons you've stated, once you start making those, setting up those protected classes and groups, where does that stop? And right. so people are, for example, here in Texas, I think there was a new bill that was about religious liberty that was basically about um, not being able to fire people because of their religious beliefs. Okay. Right. And a lot of LGBT activists, like SJ, SJW LGBT activists, were pushing out this propaganda about what the bill was for. And they were trying to paint the bill as being a hate bill against LGBT people, which it was not. But if you, if you got into the weeds and started talking about it, I'm not exactly sure if I do agree with the bill that people should be protected for that, for their religious beliefs or not, because it's the same thing as, it's the I same don't. Thing as yeah. I, in the end, 
you should be able to fire someone as much as it, I might think it's immoral and it sucks. You should be able to fire someone for whatever reason. Yeah. That's, because, get, that's, that's freedom of association. Yeah. And if, and and if I got you're not, fired, I mean, I got fired and I know, I know it wasn't said in, it wasn't said explicitly, but I know I got fired for my political beliefs and for having this podcast and being a wrong thinker. And, uh, and do I think that was immoral and wrong and cowardly? Yes. But do I think that they should have had the right to fire me? Yeah, (laughs) I do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, aside from the moral philosophical position, which I think is most important, there's also practical things that come up like as soon as as soon as you've got some reason that you're not allowed to be fired for that the state will enforce religion race gender doesn't matter what it is suddenly everyone who hires now has to be they're in this position of kind of guilty until proven innocent where the state's like well how do we know you didn't fire that person because of their political beliefs how do, you, how do we know you didn't fire that person because they were black or because they were a woman or because they were Christian or because whatever it was, right? Now you've got, now you've got the state stepping in and it's their job to somehow ascertain the, the reasons in your heart and in your head about why you made a firing and hiring decision. And I'll tell you what happens. I'm sure of it, although I haven't talked to too many people about this. Uh, it, it generally makes, when there's a protected class, sometimes it's easier to not hire them if you're worried that firing them will cause a big problem. So, because it's much more difficult for them to go after you if you just don't, don't hire them in the first place. They can, um, they can go after you legally, but it's usually their case is a lot weaker, especially if you hire someone else who's you know, comparable. Then if you hired them and then fired them for poor performance or whatever, and they can turn around and claim, well, you fired me because I'm some member of this particular class. And so like many of these policies, it often has the reverse of its stated intent. The effect, the effect is reverse of what the stated intent is, which people kind of say, well, I don't know if I should hire this person because if it doesn't work out, I can't afford to be embroiled in a legal battle over firing them. I need to hire someone that I can fire, right? Um, and so all this stuff, you know, all this stuff uh, has consequences. It all has consequences. And, you know, I'm sorry, society, but you asked the state to be involved in all this crap. This is what you get, right? The, yeah. the way to fight this is to tell the state to not be involved. Is Jonathan Yaniv a disgusting pervert? Yes. Jonathan Yaniv's not the problem. The problem is the state has the power to tell people who they can and can't wax or who they must wax. That's the problem. And the, and the problem is that Twitter is beholden to this messed up SJW ideology. Yep. And you can see the effects of that in this, in this case to see who they're protecting and who they're banning. Um, by the way, I want to show this just in case um, for posterity once I'm gone from Twitter. <laughs> um i think i'm too small for them to care about right now but uh but maybe in the future if if our podcast gets bigger this will be the people start trolling through my tweets this will be the thing i get banned for um can you see it 
Yes, yes. Uh, oh, you want to read it? Well, you're a man and disgusting, abusive, perverted one with pedophilic tendencies at that, because he is. Um, but I like the first comment was, in before the unpersoning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. then you sent it to me and you were like, it was fun knowing you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure... You know, Carrie, honestly, I know, honestly, I thought I would be the per- first person banned from a social media platform, but I think you're going to get the award because uh, I, I, I wimped out on this. I'm like, I, you know what? I don't want to get banned. I don't want to, I don't want to go after Jessica. Either. I don't want to get banned either. But I, more than that, I don't want to not say that this dude's a man because I'm afraid of getting banned. Screw you, Twitter. Screw you, Jonathan, Jessica, and screw this whole idea that I'm not allowed to speak the truth. Yeah. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) please support us more than ever. It's necessary more than ever because now Carrie very likely does not have a Twitter account or won't soon. Oh, they won't won't see my little tweet tweet for a while, hopefully. They'll they'll see it because Jonathan will see it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, Jessica, Jessica slash Jonathan will. And so there's been some indication that he has ties to Twitter because he's, he gets people banned really easily for fucking with him in a way that other trans activists don't tend to. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if I were a trans activist, I would distance myself from this dude as much as possible. This guy is hurting your cause. Well, that's what I said. I, if I were not, well, not trans activist, but trans person. If I were a trans person, I would be very upset that this, that this guy is out there um, representing not that people are representatives of their groups unless they've been elected to be so, but you know what I mean? I wouldn't want people judging me based on the a representation they've seen that he's putting into the world. And so I would be very vocally opposed to him um, more so as much or more so than I am now. Um, I want to say well, one other quick not- thing uh, uh, before I forget. Oh crap. It's escaping me now. Go ahead. I was just going to say not a lot of people, you know, being, being trans is not common. So not a lot of people actually know trans people personally. Um, I don't know if that's okay. It, it didn't used to be common. It's not naturally common, but it's become a fad now. So sure. But it's still not know- super common. I mean, it's a fad and in certain circles, people see it, but like for, for normies, Right. I mean, in high school, probably everyone has trans friends. Even for normies. I can't tell you. Look, ask our viewers. And I'm not saying normies, but I can't tell you the number of people who've come to me and said, my brother is, my brother's daughter has decided she's trans. My, and these are just random regular folks. These aren't like people who are. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. I'll take it back. Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. Jesus. (laughs) I'm going to say it anyway, Carrie. I don't think most people know trans people. And as a result, as a result, people like Jessica Yeniv are the experience that they have of the trans community. And that is dangerous because they don't know regular trans people. They see Jessica and that's what their caricature of a trans person is because Jessica, elected or not, is representing the trans community because he is famous and out there, and everyone's talking about him, and the friend's daughter or whatever, like, yeah, maybe you kind of know, but you don't really know that person. People don't know. Most people, I still think most people aren't, aren't friends with and don't know many regular trans people. But I, and I disagree with you, but. That's fine. People, we can argue about, well, it doesn't matter. My point is, 
I think a lot of people's exposure to the trans community is through people like this, and that's dangerous to the trans community because the trans community is not full of pedophiles. Maybe the trans activists are more pedophilic. I don't know. But you think there's a lot out there now. Yeah, absolutely. The numbers have skyrocketed. Almost everyone I know knows a trans person. And, and I'm not, again, I'm not talking about just people in the SJW world. And, right. and ha- half, I'm sure a lot of those in my mind are what they call, um, what they're calling late onset gender dysphoria, which is mostly teenage girls who are now deciding, not since birth, not since two or three or young, but since coming, coming into contact with it. I think it, you're thinking of rapid onset gender dysphoria. A rapid yeah. onset, yeah, late onset, mm-hmm. rapid onset. But it's, it's suddenly, this hasn't been a thing they've dealt or grappled with before. It's just in their teenage years after coming in contact with it through social media um, or in their, through public schools. It's much like anorexia and cutting. It's a social contagion. And now they're saying, oh, well, I'm, tra- well, I'm trans. And now I'm trans. And I'm trans too. And it's a, a trendy thing. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I, I am aware that that is true. And I have uh, anecdotal evidence in my personal life for people who, whose, whose high school kids have gone through that. But I think Which, that, by the way, by the way go ahead. is a bad representation of transgenderism as well. It is. And it's also, frankly, dangerous to the gay and lesbian community because a lot, and, and Barbara Kay touched on this when we spoke with her, a lot of a lot of kids who look if you if you're coming into your teenage years and you experiment sexually there's no harm no foul you don't know what your sexual orientation is you experiment around there's really not a lot of there's it's it, there's nothing there's no permanent damage you can decide oh i am gay i'm not gay i'm a lesbian what it doesn't matter you can you can decide oh actually it turns out that i am heterosexual that was just a a phase or whatever you can or or it turns out that i am gay and 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 that's the direction I want to go. What's happening is as soon as, as, soon as regular, we'll, we'll say heteronormative cisgendered kids say something like, oh, maybe I'm, I have a tendency to do this thing that's outside of the stereotype of my gender, suddenly you've got a lot of trans activists saying, oh, well, that must mean you're the other gender, right? And it, instead, of, it might just mean you're gay. It might just mean you're not falling into this typical or the the stereotypical classification of gender but you're still heterosexual and cis you just you're a tomboy or whatever it is and so i think it's frankly hurting i'm surprised that the the gay and lesbian community have embraced the radical trans stuff as much as they have well that's starting to change i think hopefully um Possibly. but so we should wrap this up yes yes like, subscribe, tell us we're wrong. Tell me I'm wrong uh, in the comments. And uh, please go to Subscribe Star. You can support us there. Like I said, Carrie, not long for Twitter if she keeps this up. So give her all the love and support you can uh, on everywhere. Thank you, guys. <laughs>